You're back, ladies and gentlemen, and it is the voice that keeps you company on that little commuter while you're on your couch drinking a glass of whatever it is. It could be Perry, it could be water, it could be wine, it could be vodka, if, margarita if you're me. Hey, doesn't matter. And this voice is bringing to you the Aesthetic Coaches Quarter. Ding, ding, ding. I feel like there should be like something in there when I say that, you know, that just Woo-hoo. kind of takes my whole way, my voice to another level. Like, we should get some audio facts and yes. stuff. If we, if we actually you. make any money after the garbage we've said here the whole time and people still hire us, maybe we'll get a sound guy to mix this whole thing. All right. Enough of me because I'm not the moderator today. It is going to be the first person I introduce, Miss Lisa Kraus, the bitchin' beautician, but she's not going to talk yet because I got two more people to introduce and then one more, but two's actually one. We talk about this every time. The power couple, the beautiful couple themselves, they like to tell each other off, but let me tell you, they work very well together. We've got Steph and Nick to verdict. Hey guys, how are you? Doing great. Great. Happy to be here. Good. Well, where else would you rather be? Nowhere else. Last but not least, and always my favorite one to introduce, the man, the legend, the Kiwi, the sexy accent, the better half to the Revenue Doctors, Nathan Strong. I can't believe you just did that. I'm recording. Nobody, nobody this, this really be my, believes this be my ringtone. Nobody believes anything oh, I'm saying. Anymore. That's right. <laughs> the better half. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, Nathan, it's not for you and I to talk. It's not for Steph and Nick to talk. It is for Lisa to talk on today's episode, which is titled, Lisa. Today's title for our episode is Staff Training. Spicy and juicy. I can feel it's going to be a great one. Oh, well. So excited. So we've got 15 minutes each for our coaching to give you exactly what you've tuned in for. So well, 15 minutes each, babe. That would be 45 well, 15, minutes episode. Well, that's what we need, though. We need 15 minutes. 15 minutes total. My bad. Who, who do I bill for that as a, as a consultant? <laughs> right? You know how consulting works. <laughs> Once you've given the, the verbiage, that's the service. There you go. All right. Absolutely. So exciting topic today, staff training. We are going to jump right into it uh, because there's 15 minutes for us to share. We've we've now figured that out. So I am going to go right to the fabulous George Scandalis, and he's going to tell us all about what he feels the number one, two, three, four, five things are about staff training. Okay, go. So am, I, am I on the clock? You are now on the clock. All right. Well, I'd hate to use a few seconds to to bitch a little bit, but you are the bitch and beautician. It took three episodes to get me to talk first on the one that I probably have the least to say, because honestly, I mean, I can't believe in 2022 with the things we know about business, no matter what field or industry you're in, if we need to talk about staff training and the importance of it, please get off this podcast if you do not know how important it is. Call your banks, call your lawyers, call whoever it is, and shut the doors of your business. Like, simple. Why do we have to do a full 15 minutes on the importance of staff training? I mean, I know we're going to talk about onboarding in another episode. And that's a whole different thing of how you bring them in and you do all the training. Fine. But staff training, come on. Come on. Like, it's it's... Unbelievable that anybody should have to question this. If you are not training your staff, one, on how to use the technology that you've spent 
upwards of half a million dollars on. Fail. If you are not getting the support from your vendors that need to come in to help their staff, staff be trained, they have people they're paying on clinical hourly. It is their job to come in and train you. They may charge you a little extra, but let me tell you, it's going to save you a lot in the end. It doesn't matter. Get the training, get them trained, get them up to speed. That's one right there. Get them on whatever you're doing in their menu. Number two, train them to be an extension of you and your brand. It's not just about doing the treatment. That's step one, onboarding, I know. But training goes beyond that. You want them to be an extension of you. If they are not reflective of your brand, of you and your vision, you failed to train them and bring them on board properly. And if we still have to talk about this and you're like, oh, I didn't do that, but you did one of the two, 50%, you only have to close one door. You still have a chance to open it again. But if you haven't done either one, do not be listening to this podcast. Go right back to the drawing board. Close the doors of your business. Go to the mirror, open your hand, and slap yourself right in the face. I love, I love it. Give yourself love the boot. Here comes the Americans. This is when you look in the mirror and you know. <laughs> you're a huge failure congratulations i feel are we like mean on this show like i don't want to be like the mean coaches i feel like we're real and i feel like this is the reality check that people need in this industry because there's so many people that are getting into this industry it's flooded there's a med spa on every freaking street corner everybody's getting into it which is fabulous but there is a bottom half that makes the top half possible and we're just here to keep it real and i feel like people want real Oh my God, I need one more, one more minute. Oh, listen, you're giving him too much time, Lisa. One more minute. One more minute. Okay, you work, (laughs) Lisa, you work in the injectable industry, okay? Beyond the coaching you do, you're in that industry. You've been in that for a long time. We've all had been on the injectable side, okay? Now that I talk about training, I also do want to say that certain training is just not enough. You cannot go to a weekend injectable course and come out licensed to inject the anatomy of my beautiful face that I've been building to try to stay where it is for the last 14 years. People are being certified and licensed to do really invasive procedures with not enough training. And that is a fail from the regulatory boards. They are better than that in the States than in Canada. Yes. Depending on where you live. Depending on where you live. They are. Uh, speaking of the States, why don't we go to our power couple, Steph and Nick, and we are going to hear a little bit about training. And obviously this is coming from a great space because they do this on the regular. So take it away. Yes. So we, we own, we own a a couple different businesses, but one of them, we, all we do is we is coach. It's called practice empowered for that very, very reason. But one of the biggest pieces is you have to make sure that you're training your people appropriately, right? So with this entire thing that I'm about to say, it goes beyond just you training your staff because you are now running a business. This is not med school. You are not diagnosing and treating cancer doctors. You are running a business and you need to hire staff to make that business successful and train your staff accordingly. So yes, they have to be trained to do the treatments appropriately. If you're not going that far, then you need to fire yourself and give yourself the boot like George just talked about. But you need to make sure that you're your staff knows that this is a business and you've trained them in how to actually function inside of that business. 
because so many people go to med school, so many people go to all these things and they're not taught a single process of how to run a business efficiently. And you need to make sure that that whole leadership side and the culture that you uh, put together is all about the patient, not only seeing results, which will then lead to success in the business, but then that this is actually a business. This is not insurance-based pay. This is a cash-based world, and it needs to be taught like that. Yes. And just to add to that, so when you're talking about different positions within your clinic, for instance, um, we will do whatever we can to let our staff experience all the different avenues that we have so if it's TV advertising, we advertise on TV, we will bring staff with us to the studio to watch a segment so that they can see, oh, this is where the calls are coming from. Oh, this is where people are reaching out. This is what they're seeing. If they are being trained to perform treatments, we have them experience a treatment. If you were having somebody treat a patient, they have to have experienced that treatment. If it's somebody that is answering your phones, it's still equally important for them to have been in a treatment and seen treatments. Like we have staff sit in Nick's initial consultation so that they can see how he's talking to patients, what he's recommending, how he's explaining different treatments. So whatever it is, even if it's somebody that's sitting at your front desk answering your phone, they are the first person that your patients and your clients will make contact with. It is so important that they understand and at least can relate or, or um, pull from everything that you do. So don't think that something is outside of their wheelhouse because, oh, they're your receptionist. It doesn't matter. They need to understand and have seen and experienced, you know, all the different aspects, even though they might not directly be treating somebody, have them sit in a treatment, have them experience a treatment so that they can speak to it when they're talking to your patients. Absolutely. Cannot I, I completely agree. When it comes to uh, that front end position, in, it's so funny because you have these docs out there that if you think about it, the analogy of, of their business, their med spa, their cosmetic derm practice, that is your juicy red Ferrari that you've worked your ass off to, mm -hmm. to have. And then you hand your, you, you know, the, the person sitting at the front answering the phones, it's usually the least paid person in the clinic. And it's just like handing over your keys to your red juicy Ferrari to some 16 year old who just got their license is going to wrap it around a pole. You need to make sure that that person knows every aspect and they're trained to the highest level. They need to know everything in that business. And it's one of those things where that cross training is really important. And so I, I, I love that. Thank you. Thank you for that. The I'm moderator is on fire today. I love what you just said though. And I'm sorry to inter interject. You just said cross training. So I love what you just said. So your estheticians, your NPs, it is so important for them to even know and understand if you're doing inch loss and, and other, and other programs, even if they're not performing it. Um, I love the whole, what you said is perfect. They need to understand and know and, and be able to speak to all of your other treatments too, for that alone. They do. And, and you can't cross promote what you don't know about. And so it's, it, it is imperative that everybody kind of knows what's going on. You want to have your, you want to be elite. You have to look and down the road in the episodes, we're going to talk about uh, that differentiation and key points of differentiation. You want to make sure your staff 
is trained to the tits. So I'm going to move over to fabulous <laughs> Canadian thing. They don't oh, love the it. Train them to the tits. So uh, <laughs> super eloquent, super posh and polished, right? So Nathan, drop some knowledge on us. Well, I love everything you say normally, Lisa. So I'm going to support everything you say. Nick, Steph, I love the fact that you talked about Oh, well, it's, she said stuff that's brilliant, so I'm just going to agree with it. So, Stephanie, I really love the fact that you talked about training, not just in from a medical point of view, but you went into the operations, the marketing, the sales, every sort of division and the cross-pollination of training. George, you know staff training is a huge thing for me, and this is one thing that we agree on in the Revenue Doctors. We don't agree with everything, but this is one thing that we always agree on when it comes to staff training. But I'm going to bring up two things, and I'm going to leave it after those two things. The first one is return on investment. A lot of people say to me, I can't afford to shut the clinic to train my staff. That is the silliest thing I have ever heard. You cannot not afford to, to stop the clinic for half yeah, a day or a day or lunchtime or whatever to train your staff. Because I'm going to tell you, I had the experience of working as a national sales manager at a skincare company, and I got to see numbers. And us uh, reps that went into clinics three times a quarter, they averaged 30% more sales in those clinics than any other clinic. And that was across the board, across east to west, north to south of Canada. And the same stats were shared with my American counterpart in the same uh, company. And that is a fact. So return on investment. If you don't train your staff, you're not going to make gains in revenue for your business. The second thing is, and this is probably one of the most important things because I'm a people person, is staff morale. How good does it feel when you get asked a question by your colleague or a patient and you know the answer? You feel amazing. You get the warms and fuzzy. You grow confidence. You feel good about yourself. You feel good about your job. It is down to you to train your staff so they feel good about what they're doing because they know what the fuck they're doing. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to drop the mic and leave it there. Love I it. love it. I love it. George. All right. Before we go any further, though, here's one thing that we haven't touched on. And I'm sorry, we've made a business out of it. And anybody that's utilized us has reaped the benefits because we talk about staff training, but people that need coaching and training, because that is what we are. We're trainers, essentially. We mm -hmm. can call us consultants. You can call us coaches. You can call us whatever you want. You can call us money grabbers. I don't care. But we are trainers. If you are a business person, and you are on your own out there, you have a team of whether it's two or five or 20 or 30, and you yourself are not getting additional training, continued education, you're not seeing a coach, you're not learning from people in the industry, whether they're your competition, which I hate that word, and I know Nick does, and I know Nathan does, and I know you hate it too, Lisa, they're your collaborators, however you want to look at them, you need to go out there, call up, it doesn't have to be one of us four or five, whatever you want to decide we are, but it doesn't have to be one of us. It can be the greatest else. minds in the world in this business. We, we are yeah, the greatest minds in the world. Nick. <laughs> and just to add to that, George, to add to that, George, we are coaches, but we also receive coaching as well. I'm on the phone with Nick all the time. I'm on the phone with Lisa all the time. I'm on the phone with George all the time. And we're not just having funny conversations. I am picking their brain. I am allowing them to coach me because that's just helping me in my personal and professional development. And I'm always up for a good coaching session. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, I think it's so important. Like, I mean, you know what? I even asked my better half who's totally outside the industry. I'm like, how does this idea sound to you? Because 
No, no, not jaded, totally different. Ask for advice. You want your training too. And something you learned in med school 20 years ago, guess what? It's dated. We know this. Technology changes every day. Science changes every day. Continue your education, people. You don't know it all. If you did, you wouldn't be listening to our podcast. Right? And, and you, you still should listen to our podcast. Um, I'm, I love what you said there about um, taking, like, that taking ownership piece. So even if you aren't the owner of a clinic, I always find that if you've got staff that takes initiative to get their own training outside of the clinic, you need to really reward them for that. Anybody going to conferences on their own or anything like that. And any, any employees that are listening, obviously we've got uh, listeners that are going to be clinic owners and things like that. We may have injectors and laser technicians and stuff that are tuning into this that work for uh, uh, different med spas. I have to say this, develop your talent and then become obsessed. If you wait for the owners to train you and you wait for trainings and you don't go and look, there's so much knowledge out there. The, the five C's of business success, number one starts with competence. And if you're competent, you wanna get that knowledge and you wanna use it as much as you possibly can. Become thirsty and like unquenchable for knowledge. And then there's the commitment to that training and getting that education. And if you're consistent with that, your confidence is going to be better and confidence will lead to credibility and credibility in this industry is absolutely everything. So consistently be doing training, giving sharebacks with your team. If you go on uh, to a conference and you're learning tips, pearls, and anything that you can take away, share it back, have, have a share back to your team so that everybody's being consistent and you're giving that high level of service from any of that training that you've gleaned. Um, we have got about a minute to wrap things up. Uh, any last words? I'm going to go around to the power couple. Anything to close? I, I like to say kind of to go off of what you just said. I think it was Pablo Picasso who said this, but you're, you have two goals in life. First one is to find your gift. And the second one is to share it and give it away. I love and that. I think that I, I think, that's perfect. Yeah. I think that really yeah. goes into what this whole training th piece is. I don't I think we that. need to say much more than that, really. I, know, do I'm like, I, don't even know <laughs> I, think, I think you just dropped the mic there, Nick. <laughs> that is a hell of a close, Nick. <laughs> we could just okay. <laughs> but, it, but in good old fashion, I got to pass to the next episode because you've done the training, you've held them accountable. You know, we haven't fired them yet. And of course, We've given them free treatments, maybe, depending where if you're Steph or me, you know. <laughs> but how do you properly incentivize? Is that even a word? I don't even know. Incentivize, incentivize yeah. your staff. You know, do you do it? Do you not? Do you commission? Do you just salary? Is it more commission than an hourly rate or is it strictly commission? I think that's an important one. Do we use staff treatments as an incentive? Huh, Steph? I know you're going to have lots to say on that. Or okay. Or is it commission? I don't know. Oh, I love it. All right, Lisa, where do you follow you? Say it. So I am at the Bitchin Beautician, and that is T-H-E-B-I-T-C-H-N, Beautician. Love it. That Nathan, is me. Where can we see your sexy self? Well, at Nathan Strom or at the Revenue Doctors. I love that, Nathan. Yeah. And right. Strom is spelled S-T-R-O-M for mother. 
Yeah. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh wow! I love how you pull the mom card in there, so you get. The, I really uh, like that. North Americans don't North Americans don't understand my accent. They spell it some crazy ways. Storm, <laughs> strong. How can that be? I mean, that people don't understand your accent. We live in such a multicultural oh, fabric. George, world. You, you really? Walk a mile in my shoes. Sorry, I didn't I catch that. What did you say? Walk a mile in my shoes and you'll... No, I didn't, get, I didn't catch it. Can you say it one more time? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And you can follow the beautiful power couple. Of course, you know, if you just want to follow Nick because he put his Instagram there so I can read it easy, it's at Nick Tverdick. That's N-I-C-K-T-V-R-D-I-K. Steph is a little low pro. You got you to gotta dig to find the goods, you know? Mm. Or... Or she could just, you know, you can find her on at Stephanie. That's Stephanie with an I-E on the end. S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E. Tverdick. T-V-R-D-I-K. But make sure to follow Nick, too. He could be the jealous husband. You know how that works out. We've all seen those Netflix documentaries. <laughs> Easy on the DMs, guys. Easy on the DMs. <laughs> uh, well, wow. you know no, no, no. I'm not going to let you get away with that. You said it yourself. Find your gift and give it away. That is the aesthetic coaching order, ladies and gentlemen. See you next episode or hear you. I don't know. What are we? All right. We'll talk to you, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.